Section 10 of A Book of Fairy Tale Bears. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Book of Fairy Tale Bears by Clifton Johnson. The Bear's Bad Bargain. Once upon a time, an old woodman lived with his wife in a tiny hut close to a rich man's orchard so close indeed that some of the boughs of a pear-tree in the orchard hung right over the cottage yard. The rich man told the woodman and his wife that if any of the fruit fell into their yard they might have it to eat, and they watched the pears ripening with hungry eyes. As the time drew near when the rich man would have the pears picked, they could not help wishing that a storm of wind or some other chance would cause the fruit to fall. But the pears continued to hang on the drooping branches, and there seemed to be little prospect that the cottage-dwellers would get more than a meagre few. This was quite irritating to the old wife, and she grumbled and scolded and took to giving her husband nothing but dry bread to eat. At the same time she insisted on his working harder than ever, so that the poor old woodman got quite thin. At last he declared that he would work no more unless his wife gave him some good rich soup for his dinner. So the old woman took some rice and pulse and some butter and spices and began to cook a savory soup. What an appetizing smell it had, to be sure. If the woodman could have had his way, he would have stayed in the house to be ready to gobble up the soup as soon as it was ready. But the old wife said, No, no, you shall have none of the soup till you have brought home another load of wood, and it must be a good-sized load, too. You've got to work for your dinner." It was of no use to argue, and the old man went off to the forest, where he hacked and hewed with such a will that he soon had quite a large bundle of sticks. Just then a bear came swinging along, peering about with his keen little eyes. "'Peace be with you, friend,' the bear said. "'What are you going to do with that remarkably large bundle of wood?' "'It's for my wife,' the woodman answered. The fact is, she has made a splendid soup for dinner, and if I bring home a good bundle of wood, she's pretty sure to give me a plentiful portion of soup. Oh, my dear fellow, you should just smell that soup. At this, the bear's mouth began to water, and he said, Do you think your wife would give me some of it if I brought her a bundle of wood? Perhaps she would if you brought her a very big load, the woodman responded. Would four hundred weight be enough? the bear asked anxiously. "'I'm afraid not,' the woodman said, shaking his head. "'You see, such soup as she is making is expensive. There's rice in it and lots of butter and pulse and—' "'What eight hundred weight do?' the bear interrupted. "'Say half a ton and it's a bargain,' the woodman answered. "'Half a ton's a large quantity,' the bear sighed. "'There are spices in the soup,' the woodman said. The bear licked his lips, and his little eyes twinkled greedily. "'Well,' he said, "'I'll get the wood, and you go home and tell your wife to keep the soup hot till I come.' Away went the woodman in great glee, and informed his wife of how the bear had agreed to bring half a ton of wood in return for a share of the soup. The wife acknowledged that her husband had made a good bargain. "'But you ought to have settled exactly what share of the soup the bear was to have,' she said. "'For if the three of us sit down to eat together, "'he will gobble up all there is in the pot "'before we have finished our first helping.' "'The woodman turned pale with alarm. "'In that case,' he said, "'we had better begin now and have a fair start.' "'So without more ado, they commenced to eat the soup "'as fast as they could. "'Wife,' the woodman said, speaking with his mouth full, "'remember to leave some for the bear.' 
certainly certainly she said scooping up another dish of the savory soup thus they went on eating and cautioning each other until not a morsel was left in the pot what's to be done now the woodman said it's all your fault wife for eating so greedily my fault his wife retorted scornfully why you ate twice as much as i did no i didn't he said yes you did she repeated men always eat more than women well the woodman said it's of no use to quarrel about it now the soup's gone and the bear will be furious we must lock up everything in the house that's good to eat the old woman said and then hide in the garret so they made haste to lock up all the food and went to the garret and hid meanwhile the bear had been toiling and moiling away getting his half ton of wood it took him much longer than he expected however the wood was at last ready and he carried it to the woodcutter's cottage where he arrived quite exhausted he threw the load down and went in and saw the brass soup-pot by the fire mercy how angry he was when he found nothing in it not even a grain of rice nor a tiny bit of pulse but only a smell so uncommonly nice that he cried with rage and disappointment he flew around and turned the furniture topsy-turvy yet he could not find a morsel of food if i'm to go hungry he said they shall have none of the wood i brought i will carry it away but when he went out and looked at the bundle and recalled how heavy it was he did not care to burden himself with it again even for the sake of revenge at any rate i won't go off empty-handed he said and he stepped back into the house and seized the soup-pot if i can't get the taste i'll have the smell he declared when he came out this time he caught sight of the beautiful yellow pears hanging over into the yard and in a trice he clambered onto the wall and up the tree he picked one of the biggest and ripest pears and was about to put it in his mouth when a thought struck him if i take these pears home he said i shall be able to sell them for ever so much to the other bears and with the money i can buy some soup ha ha i shall have the best of the bargain after all then he began to gather the ripe pears as fast as he could and put them into the soup pot occasionally he came to an unripe one none of the bears would buy that he would say with a shake of his head yet it is a pity to waste it so he would pop it in his mouth and eat it making wry faces over its sourness all this time the woodman's wife had been watching the bear through a crevice scarcely daring to breathe for fear of discovery but she was asthmatic and had a cold in her head and presently just as the soup pot was full of ripe yellow pears she gave the most tremendous sneeze you ever heard the bear thought someone had fired a gun at him and he dropped the soup pot into the cottage yard and fled to the forest as fast as his legs would carry him thus the woodman and his wife got the soup the half ton of wood and the coveted pears but the poor bear got nothing except a very bad stomach ache from eating unripe fruit End of section ten.